Welcome to Brightcast. Thank you for downloading. My name is Katie Carty Hiley of RainbowBright.net. And I'm Renee Stowe of RainbowBright.co. Welcome to episode 20 for May 2016. We're still getting used to that new year, aren't we? I know I am. <laughs> well, because when we first started this, uh, it was like, what, 2013? I think so. And now it's 2016, in addition to feeling old. <laughs> yeah. Take your pick. And welcome to spring! The best time of year in Rainbow Land. Yay! It's almost spring. It's almost summer. Do you have any summer plans? Uh, hopefully I will be going to the lake with some friends to keep cool. <laughs> Otherwise, no idea. <laughs> what about you? Uh, if I can manage it, I'm probably going to be hitting Orlando a little bit more this year. <laughs> Why? Yay! Because I can. Ha ha. <laughs> well, now that you've gotten a taste of Universal again, you can't stay away. <laughs> uh, there is that. There is that. We need to have a Rainbow Bright section at Universal. Not that they own Rainbow Bright, but if they did, it would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, really, they have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff everywhere. And Transformers. What the heck? It's not fair. Um, did you realize back in the day, there was a theme park in Kansas City called Worlds of Fun, and it had a Rainbow Bright section? I have to thank um, Justin Perryman for bringing that to my attention, actually. Uh, yes. Justin Perryman, a very well-loved friend of the cast, who actually lives in Missouri, uh, mentioned something that last year. And I've since then, or maybe it was before he told me, I don't quite remember in which order it went, but I've seen a couple of pictures from Instagram of kids in the 80s. Like, there was one of just a little girl sitting on a stage that had a full rainbow land set behind her, and then there was another one of some kids just... You know, the characters on stage in costume, dancing and singing or whatever. And I would ask these people, like, oh, my God, where was this? And they both said it was from Worlds of Fun in Kansas City. And immediately I just wanted a time machine so I could go back and see this. Oh, I did reach out to Worlds of Fun uh, after finding this out uh, on behalf of the podcast to try to find a little bit more information uh, about it. I'm like, do you have any scripts? Do you have any pictures? And they were very kind to get back to me and said, unfortunately, they do not. Uh, no scripts, oh. no leftover sets, no costumes, and no info. But thank you for your interest in the park. Sigh. Yeah. So if any of our listeners have a VHS recording for real? of the show, that would be so cool. I'm sure it's nothing, you know, mind-blowing as far as the story goes, but it would just be fun. And I, if, it's, if there's, like, new songs involved, I would totally want to hear those. Indeed. I mean, those costumes look like the same ones from the live-action specials, and even the set reminded me very much of the birthday special from the pictures you see on Instagram. Yeah. Um, now... Back in the uh, 90s, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a live-action show, and they actually had two. I can thank Michelle Ivey from Cowabunga Corner for this tidbit of information, but there were two live-action 
musical specials. One of them was on a big stage and would tour the country. The other one was actually from a theme park. And so there was a VHS recording of it recorded at the theme park. So it would you would show what was going on on stage and then show the audience's reaction, which no nice. one no one looked so thrilled. So it made me hope. <laughs> it made me hope that somewhere in the strands of time considering this is 1987 that this happened, that somebody yeah. at the park was nice enough to record it, or maybe the park itself maybe had a recording, or please, somebody have a recording Stop. of this. <laughs> I mean, if I were one of the performers, I mean, yes, they're in huge costumes, so you can't actually see their faces and know who they are. But even still, if I were one of those performers, I would want a video of it. To show me dancing around and singing and having fun. I think that would be a cool thing to have. So if if nobody else, maybe one of the actors has it. And maybe one day they'll find it and decide to share it with us. Maybe. Because, yeah, there was also a, a traveling live action He-Man tour. The Power Tour. And there's totally that on video. And we've got, I've actually met a couple of the actors from that. They come to PowerCon and they're so nice. The ones that played He-Man and She-Ra. But you could actually see their faces. They weren't in huge mascot costumes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that that was a thing back then. I guess these days it's all the whatever on ice shows or the Phineas and Ferb live type, type things that, are, that travel around. But it's, just, it's different somehow. Yeah, it's different when it's a theme park because, you know, when you have Universal, Disneyland, Disney World, they have their mascots on site. And in uh, this, uh, what was the theme park called in Kansas City? Worlds, Worlds of, of Fun. Worlds of Fun. Now, if Worlds of Fun, it, it kind of reminds me of like Six Flags, how they have the Looney Tunes characters and uh, Worlds of Fun has... Uh, least had rainbow bright being based out of kansas city which is the same place that hallmark is located and a lot of the mm -hmm. original ideas from it came out of kansas city i thought that was great but in mentioning um theme parks and the fact that while rainbow bright the movie was released by warner brothers and that six flags why isn't rainbow bright at six flags Ooh, good point really we should petition them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on the retro bandwagon and release these wonderful 80s characters at your theme parks. <laughs> that would be awesome. Speaking of 80s cartoons at theme parks, I just have to throw this out there. At Carowinds, which is right on the border of North and South Carolina, right near Charlotte, they had Smurf Island back <gasps> in the day. Oh my god. Yes. And I have vivid memories of going to this because I was a kid and it was the 80s and it was Smurfs. So they had little Smurf houses all oh. over the island. And it was just this little path that you walked. And it was kind of a, it was a hill, a big hilly island. So you walked along this path and there are all these little Smurf houses. But they were big enough that a little kid could actually crouch down and go inside them. Oh. And they were just so cool. And then there were little Smurf um figurine I guess kind of like gnomes those kind of things um just along the path that you could take pictures of and then there was a ball pit at the end like there was a little playpen with a ball pit and all the balls were light blue like smurf blue and then they served blue ice cream and they had a person in a smurf mascot costume that would walk around 
it was the coolest thing. And to this day, I still call it Smurf Island, even though it is something completely different now. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You must check all your pictures and see if you have any photos of this. That'd be amazing. See, I don't think I do. I don't think we really took... That's weird, though, because when we went to, like, Disney World and stuff, we always would take pictures. But I don't think we ever took pictures at Carowinds, which is silly now that I think about it. <laughs> Doggone it. But usually we were going with a group, so blah. Yeah, well, this is an equal opportunity podcast. We love Rainbow. We love the Smurfs. And we love Turtles. And we love He-Man. Get over it. Okay. Yes. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 80s cartoons. Well, we missed our three-year anniversary, unfortunately. So I'm sorry we didn't get a podcast out that month. But we're going to make up for it. Kind of. With this episode. Yes. We have lots of information <laughs> to tell you guys about because Rainbow is making such a resurgence this year. It is so happy making. Totally. Like we thought last year was big. This year is shaping up to be just as big. And I'm so very excited for it. So we're going to take this episode to tell you guys about some of the stuff that we should be looking forward to. And a couple of things already happened, so I apologize that we're a bit late, and if you missed out on it, there are pictures at least, but in Hallmark stores, starting about mid-February, they put up these huge Rainbow Bright displays, and in most stores, they were right in the front of the store, so you'd walk in and boom, there's Rainbow Bright right in front of you, and they had these like, it was kind of like a bureau, and then these tiered stacked box things, and then they had... Like the jumbo on one side and the large dolls on another and then itty bitties scattered all throughout. And it was so cute. And they had a poster that just said, look who's back or something like that. Lucky. And so many people found out about Rainbow Bright be- or found out about the resurgence and the new dolls because of these displays. Especially in like mall stores. They would just be walking by and go, oh, what is that? So... I think that did a a huge service to the brand to get her, you know, in the, in people's faces, basically. (laughs) Be like, did you notice? Corporate stores (laughs) really did a good job doing that. The non-corporate stores where it's uh, single owned may not have had the displays. Uh, For example, my local store is not a corporate store, so they do have the toys, but they keep them in this glass case behind the counter and will not let me take pictures. Sad. What? Yeah. Oh, that is so lame. Do not like. Yeah, but I've seen pictures all over Instagram of the store windows where it's like, you want, you almost want there to be that one Macy's store window from like, you know, how the holidays, they do all the win- big windows. You want one of those. <laughs> yes. Think, think <laughs> the movie Mannequin, only Rainbow Bright. <laughs> and the Jumbo was almost as tall as a child-sized mannequin. So there you go. (laughs) But they stayed up until Easter. So they were there for like a good month and a half or close to two months. So even if they weren't necessarily putting commercials and things on TV or advertising in magazines, that was still a huge advertisement um, just to put her right front and center in the stores. And I'm pretty sure they made a lot of sales because of that. Because like you said, we were seeing pictures on Instagram almost daily of people discovering the dolls. I still see them. They yeah, still pop actually. up. And they had this huge, huge, well, at least in one of my local stores, huge, huge banner. Did I talk about this in our last episode? 
I feel like this was after our last episode. It may be. Well, if I said it before, I apologize for repeating it. But yeah, they had this huge banner that was, oh no, what was it? I measured it. Yeah, four feet wide. And I didn't actually measure the length because it was that big that I couldn't. But it's at least five, probably more like six feet long because it's longer than it is wide. And it was hanging from the ceiling. And in my store, it was right behind the dolls. And it had that picture of the two little girls on a bed playing with Rainbow Bright Itty Bitties. And it said, um, like you remember, only better. And they were like wearing rainbow socks and stuff, which that ad... I think they posted it on the Rainbow Bright Facebook page, um, but I don't think it was in any of their mailers, and I don't think they sent it in one of their emails either. I'm pretty sure they only did that with the previous two ads. I don't think this one showed up there. I think it was only on their Facebook page. But then there was this huge banner out of nowhere, and I was just like, what? (laughs) This thing is taller than I am. Um, but thankfully I knew the lady that was the manager of that store and she said once they were done with it, I could have it. So I actually have this thing now, but it's in a box, in a closet, because it's so big. Where would I put it? There's nowhere I could hang that. On the ceiling? (laughs) I guess, but it would have to cover up other stuff. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe one day it'll... I'll just have an epiphany and be like, oh, yeah, it would work here, wherever there is. But right now, I have no idea. And it was double-sided. So the other side had an ad for something completely different on it. And I don't even remember what that was. But the side that was facing out towards the street was the Rainbow Bright ad. So I thought that was so, so cool. Even though I do take slight issue with them saying, like, you remember only better. Because, mm. I like the new dolls a lot. I really do. But to say they were better than the original, that's that's pushing it. That's pushing it. I don't even have a <laughs> Rainbow Bright doll yet. You still don't have one? No, no. I'll get one eventually. That's so sad. Well, they are having a sale right now. Well, at first my store didn't get any. Um, and now they're there. But I'm kind of waiting because I got this coupon. Uh, that gives you, I think, like, so many dollars off, but in the month of June. So I'll be going there and getting it soon. Okay. In June. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, they are having a sale. I think it's just an online-only sale right now where everything is 20% off, um, where you can have it shipped to your store. But then, yeah, you wouldn't be able to use the coupon since it's for June, I guess. But yes, one way or the other, I'm sure you will get one soon, because she is precious. Um... And I'm so happy that they gave her the attention that she deserved. And they had the new books out there with all the other dolls. So I think it did a really good job of getting the brand out there. It's definitely getting fans looking. And that's, you know, some of them aren't finding it from last year. They're finding it now. But as long as they see it, I guess that's what counts. Exactly. Yeah, it is funny to me every once in a while, we'll still come across a fan on Twitter or somewhere, Facebook, whatever, um, that still has no idea that these new dolls are out. And (laughs) they're like, no, don't remake Rainbow Bright. And we're like, "Um, they already did. Look at her. She's adorable. (laughs) Yep. And usually they're like, oh, wow, you're right. It actually looks a lot like the original doll. Kudos. I consider myself a walking billboard uh, because... (laughs) 
now that I have a few more shirts, which we will get to the shirts here in a minute, uh, but now that I have a few more Rainbow Bright shirts to wear uh, when I'm out and about, people are always like, oh my god, I love your shirt. And though I have my phone next to me and I'm like, oh yeah, well, here you can get some more. And people just <laughs> go out of their mind like, oh my god, that's out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so fans be walking billboards show your rainbow bright pride you know yes <laughs> or if you're posting a picture on instagram of the dolls in the store like put in the description that it's in a hallmark store because i see that a lot too people will post pictures and then their friends comment like where was that where did you find these and sometimes they forget to respond or whatever so sometimes i'll just step in and be like oh so and so that's from hallmark <laughs> But be sure to let people know where you're finding your dolls so they can get some, too. Because at this point, Rainbow Bright is a Hallmark property, and uh, the merchandise is being handled by them. Yay, Hallmark. Woohoo! We love Hallmark. And we especially love Hallmark right now because they are, or at least they're promising, that soon they will be coming out with Rainbow Bright history lessons. So we're finally going to find out more about the origins of Rainbow Bright and the brand and the people who worked on it and all of this wonderful information that I'm dying to hear. <laughs> so they had a few pictures they posted. Um, one, well, a few of them went together. So apparently they had a lunch where they invited a lot of the original team that created Rainbow Bright to come back to the headquarters, I guess, and have lunch and talk about... Um, their memories of it, basically. And I'll just read a little quote from the Rainbow Bright Facebook page. They said, how about a slice of Rainbow Bright history? We had lunch and a wonderful chat with some of the original team that created Rainbow Bright. From left to right, there was Ellen Green, Susie Kozad, Jean Slater, Tina Smith, Debbie McLaren, and Cora Oliver. They had so many great stories about the creation of Rainbow Bright. It'll take weeks to tell you about it. Stay tuned. So there was actually a picture of these ladies, which was so cool, too, to actually put faces with names. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there were so many fans that were just responding, like almost in tears, like, thank you so much for creating Rainbow Bright. She's meant so much to me over the years. Um, and I don't know if these ladies were able to see the comments. I don't know if they really use Facebook, but I hope even if they don't, maybe Hallmark was able to just shoot them an email or something to include all of these nice comments. Um because they, they deserve to know how much they mean to people and how much their work means to people and or has meant and still means to people. So we love those ladies a lot. Yes, Cora Oliver actually made a, a reappearance in the 2005. Uh, and she did the Christmas book. The illustrations were by Cora oh, Oliver. I did not put that together. Oh, my God. That makes me even happier. I love that book. <laughs> yes, she's the one that did the beautiful Rainbowland portrait that we all love. That's fantastic. I would love to just sit down and pick her brain. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, all of their brains. <laughs> I just wish I could have been a rainbow fly on the wall during that lunch. Oh my goodness. That would be more like a butterfly, right? Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're butterflies on the wall of the Rainbow Bright Room, just listening to everything going on. 
I like that much better than they wouldn't want to swat us away. Yeah. Like, Look at that pretty butterfly that came to visit us. <laughs> and it, it reminds me of your tattoo. Yeah. Well, and they pulled out some stuff from the archives as well while these ladies were there. Like there was this starlight maquette, which is like a, a little statue, basically. Um made by Rich Ruddish. I think I'm saying that right. Ruddish. So it, it wasn't paint Ruddish. Okay, sorry. Um, it wasn't painted. It was just kind of this brownish, bronzy color statue. But yeah, this was like a, I'm pretty sure a hand carved mm-hmm. statue of Starlight. And it looked amazing. <gasps> okay. All right. So back when they originally launched the brand, they had a style book. The style book in the very back of the book had 3D models of all of the characters, including Starlight. And I, I, so I, and you could have these models that went with your style book so that in other countries or in other places, you got to see what the characters looked right, looked like from a 3D model. So we have Starlight. I'm wondering where the others are. And, just oh, seeing you right I bet there's more. Seeing that Marquette <gasps> just made me think they have him. Where are the rest? Oh. Yes. But Rich yes. Ruddish and uh, Paul Ruddish, they were very influential in the design of Starlight specifically, uh, because they were the owners of the original Starlight, which was by Jingo, the horse that he was modeled after. <laughs> And by Jingo is an Arabian gelding. And he was beautiful. Yes, he was. I am a well of useless information. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's not useless. What are you talking about? That's awesome information. I just go on these. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that that Starlight was based on by Jingo, but I didn't know that Rich and Paul Ruddish had anything to do with by Jingo. So that's a really cool connection that you just made. You can Well done, Renee. You can find <laughs> that information in the Star Stealer press kit, which you can download from rainbowbright.co, um, where uh, it's all the documents and behind-the-scenes information from the movie um, that was released. Uh, so it has this the little pictures and everything in it, and that bit of information is actually from uh, that kit. Sweet. Okay, we have to put a link to that in the show notes. Okay. So, yeah. After you listen to this episode, go to thebrightcast.com and look at all the links of the stuff we are talking about so you can read that. Apparently, I need to read it again because it's been so long that I had forgotten that completely. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And didn't didn't your cat chew it or was it? It was my, it was Onyx. It was Onyx. It was Onyx. My crazy little pup that I miss so much. But no, there was a, I think it was a week that I went to camp or I went on vacation when she was still a puppy. And to show her displeasure, she chewed up at least like five or six of my Rainbow Bright books, including the folder that had the press release in it. So it wasn't, she didn't chew up the entire press release, but the the corner of the folder was completely gone. The corners of some of the pages and then even some of those black and white photos, oh, no. she made dents in and, and tears in. Um, but yeah, it, and it was so funny because it, it was almost like she knew exactly which things on my bookcase were <laughs> the most precious to me because she didn't touch anything else. 
It was only the Rainbow Bright books that she chewed up. Aww. <laughs> she knew me well from the very beginning. <laughs> but now it's kind of like these little memories of hers. And I never threw them out, obviously, because they're Rainbow Bright books. Why would I throw them out? Even if the spines were all damaged. Um, but now it's almost like this cute little memory of her babyhood. <laughs> I know. See, you unfortunately, you don't have any of the rainbow stuff from your babyhood. So now you have her babyhood. Connected to Rainbow Bright. Yeah. (laughs) See, she earned her name. She was a rainbow lover from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also on the Facebook, the Rainbow Bright official Facebook page, they released a catalog photo of some sort that I think, Brene, you have now discovered is British. I did not pick up on the spelling at first. <laughs> Love the British spellings of certain words. Uh, but yes, it's uh, it says color spelled with a U, uh, which is a British pronunciation or spelling of color. Uh, but it's just a, uh, an advertisement for the 1986 dolls that were going to be released. Now, since it is British, it's most likely from uh, a British release. And it does appear that the British people didn't get as many items as we did. Um, okay, so the ones that were new for 86 were Tickle Pink, Moon Glow, Shy Violet, and Stormy. Now, we know we never actually got Stormy, mm-hmm. um, but she was on there. And actually, the Dress Up Rainbow Bright doll was also pictured on this ad, but it doesn't, it doesn't say new 86 about her, although we're pretty certain she came out at the same time as the other Dress Up dolls. Although maybe she came out the year before. I'm not really actually sure about that. Um, But then it says in the paragraph at the top, you know, some of these characters you already know, Red Butler, Indigo, Patio Green, and Canary Yellow. It does not mention Lala Orange or Buddy Blue. And they are not pictured. But pictured on here are Indigo, Canary, Patty, and Shy Violet. Oh, and Red Butler, who's flying, apparently. (laughs) Maybe his cape makes him able to fly. And Murky is on there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder, I mean, I've never necessarily heard of a British fan saying they never had Lala or Buddy or couldn't find them. But maybe? I think either Tina or Joey did in a previous episode. I might have to go re-listen to that. But in the Mattel catalogs from uh, this advertising here in the United States... They did have Buddy Blue and Lala. But they also mm. advertised the dress-up dolls, uh, which again were Tickle Pink, Moon Glow, and Stormy. Nobody got a Stormy, and only Europe got Moon Glow. <laughs> yes. Only Germany. And then, I guess, did we only get Tickle Pink here? No, I think they got Tickle Pink over there, too. Yeah, yeah I've seen a European oh. box of her, so. Okay, so. yeah. So, yes, mysteries are still abounding, and some are being answered, and some are bringing new questions to the forefront. So, they uh, of these histories, yo, Hallmark, are you listening? Of these histories that you're looking up, get a hold of Mattel. We need to hear from please. Mattel, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> But it's true. I've tried to reach out to Mattel myself. Um, I know some people who work on the male-oriented He-Man figures, and I just assumed 
they would know people who worked on the female lines, like Barbie, whatever. And But no, they're completely separate departments, at least the last time I checked. So they had no idea who to get me in contact with. And when I just tried to contact their general mailbox or whatever, I never got a response. Yeah, I've so, called their customer service line, and you know what their search tool was? Google. Oh, seriously? <laughs> I'm serious. This person was reading off the stuff from your website. I'm serious going, we know this already. <laughs> Wow, that's special. <laughs> ah, surely Mattel has some archives somewhere too, I would hope. Mm-hmm. But at least at least Hallmark does. Even if Mattel does not, I'm really glad that Hallmark has archives. And they're starting to unearth some of it and share some of it with the fans. Like the drawings we've been seeing over the last few months of the different costumes, the different ideas they had for the characters before they finalized them. Uh, it's all been fascinating. So I really hope they keep that up. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody loves Rainbow Bright. And especially when it comes to fun functions. Everybody, have you ever been to an 80s party? I know you have. You went to an 80s Halloween party. Because I've seen you with a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And you were? Rainbow. Wait a minute. Actually, I was not Rainbow Bright at that party. <laughs> that was not an 80s party. <laughs> That was just a random dress-up party for a friend's birthday, and he dressed as a Smurf. My other friend was Harry Potter, and I was a fairy. But <laughs> I have been to other 80s parties where I've dressed as Rainbow Bride. <laughs> well, uh, this year, apparently, Bettina Bush, the original voice of Rainbow Bride, had an 80s-themed mother and son dance that she went to with her son. And she was... That it was, oh my God. it was just a clash of everything wonderful about the 80s when you are, when you yourself are an 80s icon like Bettina is. It was just like, did time stop somewhere with some sort of, because uh, they talk about it always, the space-time continuum, where's this? Yes! It was Q from Voyager. Oh, or he was on Next Generation, too. Whatever. Q was there stopping time with a snap of his fingers. And boom, there was the voice of Rainbow Bright dressed as Rainbow Bright. Yeah, we, we're into a paradox just... now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything from that moment forward is a, a separate timeline. And, and her <laughs> son was so adorable. He was... Um... Oh, from Miami Vice, because the white jacket yes. and the, oh, oh, God. Don Johnson. He was Don Johnson. There you go. <laughs> it was so cute. But I just, oh, my, it was like a dream come true. And it, it was one of those things I never expected to see or would have ever dreamed to ask her to do. But once I saw it, it was like, why did I never think of this before? <laughs> <laughs> Because it was just, it seemed so far out of the realm of possibility. Not that she never dresses up or anything. It wasn't that. It just, I don't guess it ever crossed my mind that she would want to or something. I don't know. But she did. And it was, oh my God, my heart just like grew three sizes. And I had to go post about it everywhere. I'm like, look at Patina. She looks so beautiful dressed as Rainbow Bright. <laughs> I mean, you go think of 80s parties, you think of people dressing up as Cindy Lauper or Madonna or Pat Benatar or you yeah. know, having the big 
poofy hair, but to actually try to embody a character like that. Thank you. Yes. I am. I am. Thank I am. You, I am happy now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that will keep us happy for years to come every time we think of it or see it. All right. Other than Rainbow Bright, if you had to go to an 80s party and dress as any character, what would you be? Hmm. Jem would be kind of fun. I like her pink hair. Uh, yeah. But I would probably try to do something video gamey. Uh, Pac Man. Awesome. Or, you know, I could just do Orko again, since I already have that hoodie. <laughs> That's an easy costume. <laughs> well, of the costumes that I wore when I was a kid, uh, you know, I had the little plastic, plastic mask. They need to do that. They need to come out with adult costumes. <laughs> yeah, that official were... ones that are better than the ones we've gotten. <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember, because remember how over at 80s tees, they have uh, the underoos? Yes. They have adult underoos. They need to come out with something that was made for a kid from the 80s, but for an adult. So, like, oh. like underoos. But... So, a plastic bag, plastic yes. mask costume, but yes. adult size. <laughs> Just to be... That would be hysterical. <laughs> I wonder if the company that made those is still in business. Oh, my God. We should contact them if we are, if they are. Like, have we got an idea for you? Oh goodness, <laughs> those those were so bad. I'm sorry. I remember having this sweaty face. Ugh. Oh yeah. Maybe Ugh. they could improve on the design slightly. Like at least put some felt or something inside the mask, so you're not just sticking plastic to your face. But uh. the plastic bag around you part that. I don't know that there's much they can do about that. Because there you'd go. You'd go to an 80s costume party wearing an 80s costume. You know, I think I actually saw a picture on Instagram of a girl who put one of those on. I want to say it was the twink one. Like, I don't think she put on the face mask, but she still had the one from when she was a kid, the body part. And she stuck it on. Like, I, She probably had to cut armholes bigger or something to fit it but i mean she was a petite lady so it it actually still fit her um but of course it was only like down to her waist instead of her knees or wherever it it fell before but it was just hilarious <laughs> I, i've seen a woman do that with a rainbow bright one uh she was nice she was cleaning her room and apparently found it and put it on hey look ah! it was so cool <laughs> <laughs> yep that needs to be a new trend Go to 80s parties wearing those things. Because <laughs> nobody does. Nobody goes to a costume party wearing the costumes that you see in television and movies. Because in television and movies, you know, everybody has these elaborate costumes. But when you actually oh, yeah. go to an actual 80s party, it's not that. No. Okay, it's okay. a lot of... <laughs> All right, what? I'm, I'm done, I'm done with, the, with the costume rant. Let's move on. <laughs> One more huge thank you to Bettina Bush. We love you. Yes. You're awesome. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, after that, we got some more Teespring t-shirts and hoodies. So we got the one last year that was Rainbow Bright over the rainbow that said 82. And that was it for a few months. And then all of a sudden, they started coming out with new ones, like, back to back. And we were spending all the money. <laughs> We love these shirts. There was one with Rainbow Bright and Twink. 
There was one with just the color belt on it. And then there was one with Stormy and Skydancer. And I got all three of them. Did you? No, I did not get all three. Uh, I got the Rainbow Brighton Twink because it was a, a replica of the Mighty Monstral Merc uh, cover or poster that I absolutely adore. Um, mm-hmm. Now, taking pictures of it, I was actually pretty surprised because the pictures actually show up. The, the color looks a little bit lighter. But when I actually look at it direct on, uh, the, the flesh tones look very pink. And the colors weren't what I thought they were going to be. But it's still a very nice shirt. The color belt was disappointing because there wasn't anything that actually specified Rainbow Bright other than the fact that it was a color belt. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know why. I, I, I'm greedy. Um, <laughs> so I did not get that. And then the Stormy design, which was... Uh, Stormy with a chance of what was it? Awesome. awesome. Stormy with a chance of awesome. Yes. Uh, that was a cute one, but I couldn't bring myself to get it because she's actually to a Rainbow Bright fan, she's the most uh, sought after. But to a casual Rainbow Bright fan, they probably don't know who she is. Well, they will get over it because yeah. I'm gonna wear that thing with pride. <laughs> <laughs> Now I had had to get it. Now Stormy, store. Stormy is a very uh, featured character in the Rainbow Bright movie, which is actually what a lot of people remember more than the TV show. Because on the TV show, the the, v, the VHS tapes, okay, the later episodes I did not see. I didn't know they existed. Um, so the only Stormy that I ever knew was the one from the movie. So. Uh, if, if, gotcha. if if you're a Rainbow Bright fan and you've seen the movie, then versus the people who only saw Peril in the Pits or the Mighty Monster Merc Menace or the beginning of Rainbow Land, uh, where she isn't seen at all. Which, again, people, origin stories. Where do these characters come from? Okay. Uh, but <laughs> I need this. Uh, th- she is a wonderful character, but I, she was a little more obscure. Um, there's there's that, and I, I bought it for a friend instead. That's it. Well, at least you supported it then. Yes. That's good. Yes. That was my main reason for buying it because I want, because they already know, because we talk about it all the time, uh, and so do other fans and not just us. They already know that everybody loves Stormy and everybody wants a Stormy doll and all the Stormy things because we haven't gotten nearly enough Stormy things over the years. So I bought it. I mean, I liked it and will wear it, but also I just wanted to support another Stormy thing and give them more incentive to make more. So you accomplished that by buying it for someone else. So good for you. (laughs) But yeah, I I agree though that the print of like the Rainbow Bright and Twink and the Stormy one as well. um, They're not as bright, I feel, as that first one. The one with the 82 on it. Yes. That was a very bright print. And I feel like even the way they're screen printing now is different somehow. And these are limited edition. You only have the brief time that they're posted online to purchase them. So if you don't buy it within that window, you'll miss out. But also there's the the picture quality. Like the the images look brighter in their previews. But when you actually get them, they are a lot darker than what you expect. Yeah. Did you hold up like the Rainbow Bright and Twink one beside the 82 one? No, I have not done that. I haven't either, actually, but I f- just feel like the 82 one was a lot brighter. I need to actually put them side by it, side to see. It is. It has a lot more yellow in it uh, that I noticed. Yeah. 
So I don't know if they changed something. I don't know why they would have. It's still Teespring. It's the same company. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why they would have changed how they screen print these things. But I feel like they did. I could be wrong, but I just, I get that feeling because I do feel that these are darker than that first one was. But I like the t-shirt itself, the quality better now Mm -hmm. than the first one and the size and all that. Um, And I did get a hoodie of the Rainbow Bright and Twink one as well, but I did not get hoodies of the Color Bell or the Stormy. um, Because for the reasons you said, basically, the Color Bell, it's just a Color belt. Nobody's going to, well, not nobody, but not as many people are going to know what that is and not as many people are going no. to know who Stormy is. For the color belt, I want to go to Hot Topic or Spencer's and go to the belt buckle section and actually get a full-size color belt. Come on, people. It's that easy. Make a nice awesome. full-sized enameled belt buckle of the color belt. You'd sell that thing out so quick. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. The cosplayers that be grabbing that. The 80s fans that be grabbing that. Come on. Well, Hot Topic hasn't had anything Rainbow Bright in ages. But maybe T... Um, I mean, not T. Uh, Truffle Shuffle. Maybe they could yeah. make one. Well, I also uh, found... Uh, my, my mall still has an FYE. Just so you know. Uh, and they don't have wow. any there either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sad when we don't see them. I mean... There was stuff in Spencer's for a good while, but I think even all that is gone at yeah, this it point. Is. It is. They've gone Sad. Sailor Moon instead. Oh, gotcha. But at least they are in Hallmark stores. Not apparel necessarily, but the dolls and books. Yeah. That's good. Although I'm still hoping they're going to make some new um, t-shirts and things for kids soon. I still feel like they're missing out. Not having anything to wear to go with their new dolls. Well, if you do the Teespring stuff, you can pick child sizes. I thought, can you pick a child size? Oh, no, that's uh, T-Fury and that, that, that'll that let you do a child size. Never mind. Right. Yeah, Teespring does not, sadly. But there are a couple of shirts on T-Fury that are Rainbow Bright inspired. Um, there's one called This Is How I Roll. And it's got Rainbow Bright on roller skates and wearing a little helmet. And it's Woo-hoo, adorable. Eleanor! Exactly. Eleanor. We love Eleanor. <laughs> that one is still available on their site. And you can also still get the My Little Starlight shirt that was on there um, whenever that was. A few months back as the Daily Tea. So they're more expensive if you buy them after the fact. But they are still available. They're $20 each. And they're really good quality. So I would absolutely recommend either one of those we'll put links to those in the show notes too well i know we've we've mentioned elador but there's a new artist that showed up on instagram that is doing uh costume pieces that you can get like um cow cow um it is figment costuming they did some rainbow girl leggings that look like the boots and then it has a little rainbow belt across it. They're really, really cute. And they're also doing a rainbow bright costume, a little skater dress. Um, Yes. Yeah. Those are really, really cute. I do like to support uh, fan artists out there, especially for coming up with something uh, unique and, and adorable. Those are just super expensive though. Yeah. That's my problem with those. And they don't, they're not quite as true to the character as the stuff on Cow Cow. I like them, don't get me wrong. They are very cute. 
But for the money they're asking, I would want them to be a lot more true to the character. But maybe the quality is different. I don't know. I I don't think I will be spending the the money to find out. I don't like them that much. <laughs> but if any of you buy them, let us know. I love to see a review video or some pictures or just some testimony of what you guys think of them. Yeah, I personally have not seen uh, prices, so I don't know how much they are. But I I saw them on Instagram and thought they were cute. Yeah, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I feel like the leggings were like 50 and the dress was 70 or something. I mean, they're up there. Well, how much is so, uh, the ones from Cow Cow? See, I always get them on sale. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can find out real quick what the normal price is. Well, let's see. It says the leggings are 50, the dress is 65, the pair together is 110, according okay, to... Okay, so I guess the price is aren't that different um but i don't know if the site where they're selling these new ones have sales or not if they do then yeah maybe it would be comparable if you can find them on sale yeah Um, but the cow cow stuff always has i've been having i've had my own issues with these uh printed it's like a um spandex and and stuff uh i've i've had to return things because the quality wasn't as good as i would like i personally don't own any of the cow cow prints and uh so i don't i'm not sure how the seams are i like finished seams because i don't want things to to unravel (laughs) oh yeah they're finished seams uh but uh i've yeah i've i've paid that much before for those kinds of printed shirts you know you really want to have good quality you want to have good quality fabric you want to have definitely bright colors um and if you want to see anything of the cow cow stuff katie did a fashion show on her yeah i've I've uploaded a few more videos in the last couple of months um my rainbowbright.net gazettes and yeah i did one that was completely just a cow cow fashion show based only on cow cow products that i'd gotten um because I'd already showed off the dress and the hoodie in one of my previous episodes, but I got some new stuff from them, a new shirt. Um, oh gosh, what else was in my fashion show? And I showed off, oh yeah, a different hoodie. And I had different sizes of some of the items because I wasn't sure which size fit me best. So I would try on both so you could see the difference. Um, so that's all in there. So yeah, I'll put a link to my YouTube channel and you can check that out if you're curious about the quality and how it actually looks on a real person. Because they just have pictures of it on a model, but it's it's like a Photoshop picture. Um, it's not necessarily a person wearing it. So if you want to see a person wearing it, go to my YouTube channel. All right, so she's on a cow-cow show. So how many uh, Brightcast listeners out there are waiting for the um, the Teespring fashion show? I'm waiting for the Teespring fashion show. Well, I wore one of, didn't I? Yeah, I wore one of the Teespring shirts in one of my videos. I don't remember which one. I think it was one of the RainbowRight.net gazettes. Well, how's the hoodie? Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I I did wear the hoodie at Christmas time. That's right, because we had that last fall. Because I remember specifically wearing it when I was up in New York visiting family at Christmas. Um. And it fits so good. I love that hoodie. I absolutely love it. I might actually take that with me on vacation here soon. Going to a cooler climate. I might need it. Um, yes, I love that hoodie. 
I love it a lot. I have not worn the other hoodie yet, the one with rainbow and twink on it. And although, actually, yeah, I do have a picture of me wearing the color belt shirt in one of the photos that I sent to Rage Gear Studios, which I guess we could go ahead and talk about that. Uh, We mentioned in our last episode how Rage Gear Studios had made these X-Men Rainbow Bright mashup characters, and they were just finishing them up, I think, around the time of our last episode. And they now have them all available as art prints that you can purchase on Etsy, and they have them on t-shirts at huntees.com. That's H-U-N-T-E-E-S.com. But don't search for Rainbow Bright when you get there because you won't find them. Just search for Rage Gear Studios um, or Rage Gear or something like that. And I will put a direct link to it in our show notes so you don't have to go hunting around. But I just wanted you to not be concerned if you get there and you can't find them. Um, It's just they are Rainbow Bright inspired. They are not official Rainbow Bright products. So that's probably why they don't put that actual name on it. But they are so cute. And And some of the art prints are holographic foil. They're so glittery. (laughs) You can get the holographic prints and the regular prints through Itzy. And they were all hand done. The holographic print had to be applied by hand. And because it was such a grueling process, they only made 20 of each character in the holographic foil. I mean, you can, there are, I guess, unlimited of the regular prints, but the holographic foil, there's only 20 of each character. So those are limited edition. So if you want one, you should get one really soon before they sell sell out. And they also have a deal going if you buy the complete set of prints, either the regular or the holographic foil, because the holographic foil ones are a bit more expensive just because they required more work. Um, If you buy the whole set of 11, you get a 12th mystery color kid or color color kid. Hold on. I'm trying to pronounce it right. I actually asked Ray how to say it because they spell it X-O-L-O-R kids. Um... And he said, you say it like you would say Xavier. So like Xavier from X-Men. So it's like Exceller. Exceller kids. There you go. (laughs) So you get a 12th mystery Exceller kid. And they've released kind of a outline teaser of this character. So who do you think it is? Uh, I have given my vote on the Instagram where I think it is a combination of Baby Bright and Pixie. That would be really cute. But they had I'm to play not the fifth. Yeah, yep. Yeah. They won't. And tell I actually us. already have it because I, I bought a set from them as soon as they were available. But I am not revealing it yet. I'm gonna let somebody else do that. Um, but she's adorable. I'll just say that. Since they've been doing this X Men color kid mashup, I want to see. Um, Mercnito, a combination of Murky Dismal yes. and Magneto. Because he has the helmet. Because they have the helmet on and everything. It would be fantastic. Yes. Like do the villain. It would be perfect. Oh my god. And Adam said that Lurky should be Lurky Tooth. So like Saber like Tooth and Lurky. Oh my god. Um, what about the Dark Princess? <laughs> the Dark Princess and. Uh, Ooh. Well, they've already done Mystique, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think. Hmm. 
Although Mystique can look like anything, so I'm not sure how you would mash her up. I guess you would just take her regular blue skin design and put her in Dark Prince's clothing. I'm yeah. not sure how you would do that. Like, I'm trying to think of what other X-Men maybe that she could do. Oh, I know. I know. I can't think of her name, though. But the one that can, like, turn into diamonds? Because the Dark Princess collects gems. Ah. So she should totally be the one that can turn into diamond. What? Oh I'm cute. Is it Emma Frost? Oh, my God. Who is that? Oh I think you might be right. Gosh, which one is the one? I think it's Emma Frost. Hold on. Googly real quick. Go, go. Yes, yes. That's right. her, Emma Frost. Emma Frost. So Dark Frost or something? Because they always combine the names yeah. somehow. But oh, oh, even her costume, her existing costume of Emma Frost uh, looks kind of like the Dark Princess. Only it's white. <laughs> Because Emma Frost becomes the White Queen. Uh, that's in a later episode. Well, that's even more perfect then if she's mm -hmm. a queen. Oh, yeah. Since it's the Dark Princess. Oh, my God. And then, of course... That we, is such a good idea. <laughs> we're, going, we're, we're totally going to be linking, you know, Rage Gear to, to this podcast. Uh, so, if you guys are listening... We're, we're we're total <laughs> nerds and should totally be on this. Okay. <laughs> well, and they are taking commissions. I wanted Ooh. to mention because they have had other people suggest you know other characters like this. Um, so if there's somebody you really really want done, let them know. I don't know what their their commission price is, um, but they are taking commissions, so they may just make one of them or multiples. I mean, this has had yeah. such a good response. I wouldn't be surprised if they made more. So, yeah, I think some villains would be really cool, actually. <laughs> well, the Dark Princess is the only adult character from Rainbow Bright, so she would actually be yeah. very comic-y, but it would be great. Um, but Murky Dismal and <laughs> Lurky Tooth. <laughs> right? Murky Dino and Lurky Tooth would be adorable. And I know they've had other suggestions. I don't know if it was the same ones or if people have suggested completely other different characters and combinations, I don't know, but I really want to hear what other people are suggesting too. Cause I bet there's some really good suggestions out there. <laughs> so, so lady bright or the sphere of light would be like, uh, cerebral. <laughs> Which that's the computer that, that, uh, Xavier uses to find mutants. And that's yeah. what brought Rainbow Bright to Rainbow Land. And I'm suddenly thinking of a really twisted comic that would go with this. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, I'm done. Dude, they should totally make a comic series out of these characters. <laughs> wow. That might be tricky copyright-wise, but... But they're not exactly one or the other so to be honest um because of the meshing between this and i'm thinking uh joey angel will get a kick out of this but uh rainbow bright and sailor moon have so much in common it's sick uh yeah <laughs> so, i've seen a lot of fan art along those lines oh yeah and the fact that all the sailors are a color and you put them together and you get a rainbow i think it's amazing all right totes <laughs> 
But if you have not checked out Rage Gear Studios prints yet, or their art yet, we will link to that and you should absolutely look at it, even if you don't buy anything. But if you like it, you should totally support them because they're awesome and we want more of it. Yes. <laughs> but the reason I brought that up was because, yeah, okay. So, and I had mentioned on a previous episode how I met Ray, the artist who made these pieces of wonderful artwork at a convention uh, when he was first working on them. And because I've been such a big supporter of their art, he sent me the original ink drawing of Dazzle Bright, which is the one that's a combination between Rainbow Bright and the Disco Dazzler, um, where she's wearing the roller skates and she's got all the star stuff on her and she's adorable. Um, But yeah, he sent me the original of that as a thank you. So, but he wanted a picture of me with it to share on social media. So I threw on my color belt shirt to take a picture with the drawing. Um, So I I at least have a photo of me wearing it. It's just not a fashion show. (laughs) So maybe I'll throw on the Stormy shirt in my next video. We'll see. (laughs) Do you want to talk about the Color Kid Invention Contest? You just want to hear me complain about it, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I do. Okay, I'll tell them what it was, and then you can complain about it. So... The official Rainbow Bright Facebook page did a contest where they were giving away Rainbow Bright dolls in a signed book. And what they wanted was people to submit a color kid of their own invention. And they just wanted a little write-up so you could just describe a color kid. You could give them a name if you wanted to. Some people even drew fan art of the character that they designed in their heads and uploaded that to go along with their write-up. And there were so many entries. I meant to go back and actually look to see how many there were, but there were tons. Like so many people participated in this and there was so much creativity flying around. It was amazing. Um, I loved all the artwork. I loved reading all the descriptions. You know, some themes kept coming up and getting repeated. And it's not that people were copying each other. It was just that a lot of people had the same ideas about some colors that are just popular colors that people like. but there were also some that I that had never crossed my mind before. And I was like, oh, wow, that's actually really creative and interesting. Good job. Um, and I don't remember who won it. I don't have it in front of my face. But congratulations to the winner. And I would encourage anyone who hasn't gone to see that yet, um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, to go through and read some of it. Um, and I don't know that they're actually going to use this for anything in the future. They didn't say, you know, come up with a color kit for us to put in our next book or anything like that. Um, as far as I know, this was just something for fun and just to do a giveaway. But who knows? Maybe in the future they will do a come up with a color kit and we'll put it in a book contest. That would be interesting. Like He-Man had a create a character contest and then they made a figure of that character. So who knows? Maybe they'll do something like that in the future. But this was really fun, I thought. But Renee apparently did not enjoy it as much as I did. Well, the thing is, is that the contest was to create a color kid based on your personality. The create a new color kid was the previous one that they had done last fall. Um, and uh, so the first contest last year was to do just create a color kid. This one was supposed to be one based on your personality. So I thought that, uh, for example, there was one that uh, would know sign language, which I thought was really cute because it brought in that person's own interest in sign language. But I didn't see a lot of people actually saying, 
this is the character based on their personality. So I was just being nitpicky about it um, <laughs> because it didn't seem to fit uh, the the contest uh, description. That's all. Okay. Understandable. Because... I, yeah, I guess I glossed over that part. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot it was supposed to be about their personalities. Oops. Because uh, that's one thing that I like about My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is that each pony has this a very different personality. Um, and that's one thing I like about the color kids is they each have their own personality. So I was thinking, oh boy, out of all these different personalities, what's something new uh, that could uh, could come up? Uh, the one that won was uh, Twin Mermaids. And instead of sprites, they were like little fish. Oh, that's right. I forgot they were mermaid color kids. I mermaids. thought that was actually a really good idea. And mermaids are such a thing right now. Like, there's people that have mermaid tails and they go swimming in them and they dress as mermaids. And there's just this mermaid culture um, right now, which is really cool. Really hard to swim in, I found. I tried once and I was like, nope, almost drowned. Not going to do that again. <laughs> but the people who are really into it, it's really impressive and, and cool. So I think that would be awesome if they included a new mermaid character to Rainbow Land. But that reminded me of Misty Pearl, the original mermaid character that Baby Doll made on the forums way back in the day. That was so cute and had a little removable tail. Oh, I forgot about that. She totally did. Aww. Yeah, that was adorable. Yeah, there mm. is pictures of Misty Pearl and uh, Baby Doll's description of why she came up with her on RainbowBright.co under Custom Dolls. I'll make sure to include a link to that in our show notes. We're going to have a lot of links. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. <laughs> but it's a lot to talk about. So it's either I leave links or I make long videos. <laughs> remember when i used to make videos to everything Aww. yep those were the d's i know you're busy these days yeah but i like your videos when you get around to doing them i need to do more okay <laughs> <laughs> speaking of videos uh hallmark made a couple more commercials since our last episode so yeah um the first one was the itty bitty generator and it was basically a little girl going up to this huge machine and dumping in a bunch of funky things like glitter and toys and cookies. I don't quite remember all the things that she dumped into this machine. Um, and out the other side came some itty bitty clippies, the rainbow bright and twink. I'm now thinking of Ernest goes to camp and him putting the yes! stuff into <laughs> chicken pot. Hi. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. Anyway, okay, that sorry. was really adorable. <laughs> that was a great commercial. Um, and then they made an Easter commercial, also centered around the Rainbow Bright and Twink clippies. And then it had the brand new um, Patio Green and Lucky Itty Bitties in there as well. But that one was adorable because they came, or they were like jumping up into this big basket, like an Easter basket. Yeah. That was full of green fake grass. 
and they saw all the candy eggs and so forth inside. And they're like, ooh, let's get them. And they pick up the eggs. Then all of a sudden, Patty and Lucky jump up out of nowhere. <laughs> Which was so or was weird. it Patty and Champ? Well, uh, the Patty, first of all, was is a regular size, itty bitty. And the Clippies are like half their size. Then they're really, really cute. But it was definitely yeah. advertising uh, to get the Rainbow Bright uh, itty bitties as uh, Easter basket stuffers. Um, yes. And I'm sitting here going, why didn't we have one of those for Christmas? I know, a little rainbow bright sticking out of a stocking. Speaking of, they, yeah, speaking of stockings, um, oh, again... Oh, you to say about stockings? Okay. Yes, I want them to reprint the stockings like they had in the 80s. Those were adorable. That would be cute. Yeah. Christmas idea. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think they actually sold it, but at the end of that commercial, it showed an Easter basket. It looked like that felted kind of material, and it said Itty Bitties on the side, and I was hoping they were actually going to sell those that you could put Itty Bitties in. The basket? But, yeah! Oh, that would be cute! I don't think they actually did. Oh. Bummer. Although they did sell these egg containers for Itty Bitties. Did you see these things? No! Yeah, um, it was a plastic container that Uh was a little bit bigger than an itty bitty, Uh and it was like yellow on the back and not completely clear, but it was like translucent on the front, and you could put them inside, so it was almost like a protector that you could put them in, but it also made a cute thing to put in Easter baskets. Oh, I I did see those. I actually got something like that a couple years ago that was Hello Kitty, and it was uh, a Hello Kitty... Easter egg and you could put it was cute anyway um but yes I think I do remember seeing those containers but I didn't know they were for itty bitties yeah now, now I want uh. them now I want them so I can put my itty bitties in them to keep them out of dust yeah but I wish they had been actually clear on the front so you could see them a little better they were like True. this weird translucent yeah I wasn't a huge fan and I think some of the itty bitties, since they're taller than others with like big hats or something like that, some don't fit as well. They got kind of smushed. So I don't, I didn't get any of those. Um, so uh, since my, our last episode rant um, that I had of where it was Shy Violet, because we've, we have the box sets and it's almost in order, except Shy Violet is supposed to be in between Buddy Blue and Indigo and there's not a pair to put her with if she were in a box. And so now we know what happened to her. They are going to be releasing an exclusive online only Shy Violet. You're wooing. I'm dreading. I'm just sitting here thinking I'm going to be getting that red screen of death. You know, you're sitting there going, refresh, refresh, refresh. Come on. I want to get one. I have faith in them. And this is why. Okay. They did the online exclusives last summer with the limited edition Rainbow Bright Itty Bitties. That was the first and only time they've done Itty Bitty exclusives on Hallmark.com. And we know some things that went wrong. For one, they went up several days before they were supposed to. So some people started snatching them up before they were even announced to the general public. Two, they did not limit the purchases at first, so you could buy as many as you want. And there were only 500 of each character, so someone could have bought 500 and had all of the OJs or whatever. 
Um, what was my third point? Oh yeah, and they only made five hundred <laughs> of each. So there were several strikes against that sale and that's why it went a little crazy and they sold out so fast and people were really upset and frustrated. But I really think they've learned their lesson because when they put up the new dolls these days, even though they're not limited edition, they are imposing limits. So you can only buy three or five of these particular items at a time uh, to make sure people don't do that buy 50 and then hoard them and stick them on eBay for crazy prices. So I'm sure that they're going to impose some kind of limit. I don't know what it will be, but I feel certain they're going to do that. I feel certain it will only be up the day that they say it's going to be up. So in the case of Shy Violet, it's June 6th. Put it on your calendar now so you don't forget. Um, I, I mean, I'll, I will be checking up until June 6th, but I feel certain they will not make the mistake of accidentally making her go live before the 6th. And they haven't said what the quantity is limited to. Um, I imagine they are limited quantity since they are online exclusives, but I feel pretty certain that it's going to be more than 500. I'm just going by feelings here, but I've, I'm pretty sure it's going to go a lot better than it did last year. Well, Shy Violet, you know, if you, if you go back and any other character that I personally love, because I've always considered myself a little Shy Violet, she's my favorite character. <laughs> And she's an online only. <laughs> it's not fair. Okay. I am sure that you will get one. Some way or another. I'm sure of it. And I'm not doing and... eBay. I refuse. <laughs> and we have an opportunity before June 6th to get an idea of how this is going to go down, because on May 4th, they are releasing an online exclusive of a Star Wars character. It's Han Solo in Carbonite, shiny, it's hilarious looking, but he's going to be the first of this line of online exclusives they're going to start doing next month. And after Shy Violet, there are others coming as well. They're doing the Shirt Tales, which I'm excited about, because those are another 80s cartoon, and a couple other characters um, as well later in the year. But they're doing the Star Wars one first. So on May 4th, I want all of us to pay attention to how that sale goes. I want to know when it gets posted, like what time of day he shows up. I want to know what the limit imposed is on how many you can buy at a time. And I want to know what the quantity is that he's limited to. And it may not say what the quantity he's limited to is online. I'm hoping it will, but I don't know that it will. That might just have to be guesswork. Or, you know, once people start getting them after they've ordered, um, when they, once they start getting them in the mail, maybe on their tag it will say the limited number, and we'll know from that. So we're, we're going to have more information going into it this time than we did last year. Because last year, nobody knew what was going on. It was very confusing. There was just stuff flying everywhere, and ah, it was crazy. Um, so I'm glad that she's not the first one that they're doing, or I would be more nervous. So the fact they're doing another one first is there are a there is a huge Star Wars fan base out there, as everyone knows. Um, so if that sale goes well, then I feel certain we'll have no problem with Shy Violet. But time will tell. <laughs> so hopefully we'll be able to do another episode between now and June 6th so we can tell you guys how the Han Solo sale went to give you an idea of what to expect. 
Probably. (laughs) (laughs) And they announced another piece of Rainbow Bright merchandise that's coming out later this year, which is a new ornament. Christmas tree ornament. Why are you cheering? Because (laughs) it's a Rainbow Bright ornament. That is the only reason to be happy. Is because it's a rainbow bright ornament. Nope. This ornament looks so much like last year's ornament that I thought it was last year's ornament when I first saw the picture. I thought it was for the third time that same ornament. It's not, but it's so close that it might as well be. Well, I don't mind that because in a way it's answering one of our requests that we had the time the first ornament was released. The first ornament was released. It was based on the image of Rainbow Bright throwing star sprinkles, but there was no star sprinkles. And we really wanted to see the cute little star sprinkles in her hand. So in a way, I feel that that's what we're getting. We're getting the star sprinkles and it's cute. But then why is there a bucket? Why is she holding a bucket? Because in the game that went on rainbowbright.com from 19, (laughs) from 2004, she was collecting star sprinkles and putting them in a little basket. Um, It's still not a bucket. She had like a satchel. She had like a side satchel that she would put them in. Then she'd have to go over after every 10th one and put them in like a mine cart. It was not a bucket. I wonder if the bucket's there. actually hollow, if it has stuff in it or not. Yeah, I don't know. Because if so, I want, I want to make a little twink and put it in it. <laughs> <laughs> Be a really tiny twink. <laughs> yes, she's carrying an itty bitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only time Rainbow Bright has ever carried a bucket is on the artwork where she's at the beach. And this is not at the beach. This is not in the summertime. Well, technically the ornament will be released in July when they start selling ornaments. But it's for Christmas time. I'm not happy. Well. Not happy. And it's the same artist who made the 2013 and 2015 ornament that made this one. And I'm like, really? You couldn't have spent a little more time changing it up? Ugh. I, mm-mm, mm-mm. Because the ones that came before the 2013 ornament were vastly different. Like the one from the 80s was a little globe with the images painted on it and gold shiny stuff in, inside it. Then the one from, was that early 2000s? That was one's Starlight my favorite. With, yeah. Rainbow Bright and Twink writing Starlight. And it was beautiful. It was The paint job was wonderful. It's just a gorgeous ornament. And then we got the 2013 one, and I actually liked it at the time, and I still do. But then we got it again, and now we're getting one that's practically a twin of it. Uh, Okay. Just come on! Okay, so there's what we need to do. Uh, We need to take one of the ornaments from last year, and we need to repaint it in a dress-up dress. Then we need to take... (laughs) (laughs) Then we need to take this one, and we need to change her costume, so that way it's a different thing. I don't know. I give up. (laughs) I just don't understand why they're putting so much effort into the new dolls and the books and the itty bitties, but then so little effort into the ornament. That doesn't make sense to me. Because people that bought the ornament last year, like, say the casual fan, or the boyfriend or friend or parent of the casual fan 
who came across this ornament in Hallmark stores and got it for their child or their significant other, whoever, they're going to see this one and go, oh, it's the same one as last year. I already got that for them. And they're not going to buy it again. I think the only people who are going to buy this are the diehard fans that feel like they have to buy everything. And even some of those might boycott it. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not suggesting that we boycott it. I will buy it myself. But I don't think this is going to sell well. The only other thing I could think of, because again, the design of her was very reminiscent of the one that we got the last two years. But if she had, instead of a bucket, maybe something Christmas themed, like a Christmas yeah. ball. I don't know. Standing beside a Christmas tree or or holding Twink's hand. I mean, why couldn't Twink be it, be there with her? Or like have her sitting instead of standing. I mean, there's so many options here that would have made it look different enough that people would know it was not the same ornament. If she were sitting, I would totally do the Monster Mark Rainbow Bright in a bottle because she'd be sitting there. <laughs> I would do that. I would put it in those little glass balls and that's what she, it's the Monster Mark ornament and she's in the ball. That would be hilarious. <laughs> That would be hilarious. I would, I would totally be behind you doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad they're doing an ornament. I'm glad it's not just the itty-bitty ornaments. Because those... Uh, they just like itty-bitties to me. Um, at least it's, it's better than that. But... Mm. Although we are getting a He-Man ornament this year. And Gem. So I'm excited for those. I have a quick question regarding itty bitties. Have you seen the custom itty bitties, the the blank yes. itty bitties where they're just blank yep. and you can make them what you want? Um, like you should totally get one and make it look like yourself, and then you could put it with the rainbow <laughs> itty bitties. <laughs> you give me far too much credit for my crafting abilities. <laughs> it would be cute. I would have to hire someone to do it though. <laughs> Say, hey, mom, can you color this for me? (laughs) (laughs) Some people are really getting into those, though. I've seen a few that were really impressive. Somebody did a Buttercup and Dread Pirate Roberts set. They were adorable. I I even asked them if they would, like, make custom ones and sell them to me, and they didn't respond. Now I'm thinking of, now I'm thinking of the Precious Moments, Pirate Roberts and Buttercup, and I'm thinking of a, a, of of Rainbow Bright in a Precious Moments. Oh my god. Oh my god. That would be so cute. Oh my god. I've seen the Disney princesses as as Precious Moments. Oh my god, they're so cute. I want them, I want them, I want them! Alright, sorry. (laughs) Yes, so that's coming, and there will probably be other things announced this fall, um, or that will be coming in the fall that will be announced in the summer, or whatever. I feel sure more stuff is coming this year than just Shy Violet and the ornament, but we don't know yet, because they've not told us. But Truffle Shuffle is coming out with a new t-shirt starting May 1st, so by the time this episode is out, it will probably be available And it's really cute. It's rainbow riding starlight and they're surrounded by a bunch of sprites of different colors. And they have on women's tee, a unisex tee, and a tank top. So it's precious. I still don't know if they can ship to the U.S. or not. I know last year they couldn't. I don't know about this year. So 
you can try and see what happens. And you need to get the tank top so that it matches your tattoo. Oh, that is tempting. But I really like the t-shirt, too. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'll get it at some point. <laughs> and since you mentioned the old... Rainbow Bright game where she's catching star sprinkles and putting them into carts. Um, so I had downloads of the old versions of RainbowBright.com, or at least most of them. So Me back too. in 2004, <laughs> yeah, back in 2004, Nick Jr. had one that was all flash based and it had a few games on it um, and coloring things and like who is Rainbow Bright. And it was, it was just a cute little interactive site. And I thought that I had downloaded all the files from it, but I did not realize I was only getting part of them because back then I just didn't quite understand that with this one file, you needed this other file to go with it for it to actually work. So I only ended up with part of the site, but I did get the main page and a few of the games and a coloring book, like a PDF download. Um, so I had those. And then for the 2009 version of RainbowBright.com, which also had new games and it had videos and it had a sing-along theme song and more coloring pages, etc. I did download all of that one correctly. Thank goodness. <laughs> I had to go through and change all the links to make them work again because they all pointed to Hallmark and to, you know, images and files that no longer existed on their server. But I did, I did go through and fixed all that, and I uploaded them to rainbowbright.net. So if you go under multimedia, there's now a link on the toolbar at the top that says oldrainbowbright.com sites. And if you click on that, you can explore both of those old websites. Because it was sad that they were just being lost to time, because Hallmark doesn't necessarily archive their old sites. They just replace them um, with new ones when new stuff comes out. So they're there again. If you want to go play some Rainbow Bright games... Have fun. Yeah, I had the uh, the, the Nick Jr. site on mine uh, with the game, uh, the Catch a Falling Star. And if you um, if you lived in Canada, in the United States, when they released the toys, they released them with a DVD. However, in Canada, they did not have permission for the DVD, so they got a game disc. The game disc is pretty much the website. With the games. <laughs> that was fascinating. You know, talk about the Nick Jr. games? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's right. They came with the dolls. Yes. And if you got a Canadian one, it came with a play disc of the games. I still don't think I've gotten one of those. I remember. I, rem I thought you, you did. Say this, I remember. You got a, I remember I you got having a this conversation queen. with you. Maybe I did. I have to look now. <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that's on the 2000, or sorry, the only thing that's not on the 2009 website that was on the disc version, because there also was a disc giveaway that they did through a bunch of mommy blogs and so forth back then, mm -hmm. um, where you could get a disc with all the games and songs and things on it. There was a different coloring game on the disc that was not on the website. Because the one on the website, you could only make black and white pictures that you could then print out and color by hand. But on the disc version, they also had a separate coloring game where you could move the characters around. Like you could, you weren't actually changing the colors of the characters. Like they were they were already colored in for you, but you could put in these colored backgrounds. 
you could put text that said like star power and have a bright day or whatever and little stars and hearts and flowers so you could kind of customize this image and then you could print it out in color mm -hmm. um so that i was not able to put up on my website because i have no idea how to get that off the disc uh, <laughs> if i figure out a way i will put it up too but it's not much different than the black and white one it's just the images are color and but that only really helps you if you have a color printer mm -hmm. um yeah so i like the black and white one you can color it however you want <laughs> so recently the official rainbow bright facebook page posed a question and they've they've posted a couple of images of old rainbow bright artwork lately like from the books which has made me really happy because i love the old artwork but on the last one, they asked, what three Rainbow Bright dolls would you like to see remade? <gasps> I haven't answered that question yet. Oh, you need to. Oh. Give Stormy some more love. Let's so see. I what haven't like, gone through. Hmm? What were yours? Okay. So the fact that they say said remade made me question, like, okay, do you mean just any character, even if it's never been made into a doll, or do you mean only dolls that were made that you're going to remake? So I answered it in both cases with two sets of answers. So if they're just going to do any old character, even if it wasn't a doll before, I put Stormy, Skydancer, and Chris. But if they're only talking about characters that were made into dolls and they're going to remake them, I said... Oh gosh, who did I say? I think it was Moonglow... Tickle Pink and Kitty Bright, if I remember right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Well, if it were an existing doll, I would say uh, Prototype Stormy, because technically it was a doll. It was made. We just didn't get it. Um, <laughs> uh, Moon Glow, because again, she's rare. Um, and I would like a deluxe... Uh, well, it, it wasn't actually made... But I would like to see a dress-up rainbow with just her regular costume. Removable boots I... and removable dress ah. of the original Rainbow Bright dress. Not the dress-up dress, but the blue dress with the, with the sleeves and the, and the colored rainbow boots. I would like to see a deluxe rainbow dress-up style of the original costume. Not the, not the dress-up dress. I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. Not the dress-up dress, but Rainbow Bright's actual costume, but as a dress-up dress. Yeah. Okay. Would you want them to change the costume slightly or just exactly like the original? But just I, I would like the belt to be removable. Oh, yeah. So that way that would I, be cool. I could take the belt off and I could you could play with it like, oh, no, Murky's stolen her belt. Yeah, that's a good idea. But yes, you should go cast your vote and read everyone else's. Yes. Um, I haven't like tallied any of these up, but I would definitely say that Stormy has gotten the most votes so far. Stormy! And some people are just saying, Stormy, Stormy, Stormy! And nobody else. <laughs> or a lot of people are saying, all of them! Which I also agree with. <laughs> I do like the people that are being more specific by saying, well, I would like them redone, but only in the original Mattel style. Yes. Uh, that way you can complete incomplete collections. Uh, I would uh, agree with that. Uh, if they want to do other dolls, but in the style of the doll that they're doing now, you know, the, the big doll that they sell at Hallmark stores. Uh, if it's going to be the big style doll, um, probably uh, Stormy and uh, Moonglow. 
See, I would like them in the big style, but only if we were also going to get them in the small style. True, true. I would hate for them to do this, to make a big one and be like, there we go, there's your story doll. And we're like, but but no, we, we need one to match the others for our collections. Which goes back to that rant that I've had forever of the deluxe stormy doll in the original Mattel style. Basically the doll that we should have gotten in the 1980s that matches our doll for like $50 on Maddie Collector. Uh, <laughs> you know what'll happen. I don't know. Maddie seems to have no memory of Rainbow Bray and does not care. <sighs> Shame on them. But still. But yeah, I would love yeah. if they use the original head molds to make the 12 inch dolls again. And they can, you know, reverse engineer head molds. They don't have to have the originals that Mattel used. Um, We've had it before. Yeah, the 20th be anniversary doll. We've had her. You know, it was well, nearly identical. Yeah. Good point. So yeah, if they're going to do small dolls, I feel like they should be um, identical in that sense. With, with, at least with the head mold. Obviously, the costume and, would probably be updated. And please, um, at least the same quality. I mean, m most toys that they release now for us collectors are not made to be played with, just displayed. And so they're cheap. I'm not going to lie. They're cheap. They fall apart. They're not made to be played with. I want these to actually be made to be played with. Not just the yeah, story. yeah. Because the 16 inch one of Rainbow that they made, she's definitely one you can play with. Um, and I've seen tons of pictures of kids with her, and I've not seen anywhere her dress is falling apart or anything. And you can just feel her dress and tell that it's much higher quality than the 2009 dolls where they frayed to shreds and had yarn um, hair. I want the yarn hair. Gotta have it. Yes, they gotta have yarn hair. Absolutely, absolutely. So I feel like, you know, they released the, the Stormy shirt on Teespring. They released that British catalog image or ad, whatever that was, that had Stormy pictured on it. Now they're asking what three dolls we want remade. I feel like they are teasing us and it's got to be leading up to something. It's just got to. Because they, they know, they know that we want Stormy. They know. <laughs> But if it's, if it's going to be like any kind of news report where they say, next, you know, we're going to show you this, but it actually comes at the end of the program. Yes, you're going to get stormy, but it's going to come at the end of the line. I mean, as long as they follow through with it and actually do it, I would be okay with that. But I don't want them to say, oh, we'll do it in two years. And then two years comes and goes and they don't do it. Well, what if they did kind of like Maddie Collector did and they did the whole seasonal pre-orders if they got like so many pre-orders of the set you know like here you can purchase all the dolls for this amount of money how many pre-orders can we get and then they actually make the line if they would do that i mean you pay how much for a a, a one of those what are the they heat man figures yeah how much do they how much do oh, people yeah. normally pay for those things to They're get a subscription Oh, I'm trying to remember. Because each figure is over $20. Yeah. And then the shipping is stupid. It's like at least $8, if not more. It's, mm -hmm. it's, blah. <laughs> That's another rant for another podcast. Um, but yeah, those are stupid expensive. So I think that might could work. But I don't know if the Rainbow Bright fandom online is strong enough to support that. Like the He-Man fandom, 
is crazy. You know, their forums, there are hundreds of posts every day. They're super, super active, super dedicated when they're collecting these things. Um, whereas with Rainbow Bright, there are a lot of us that are very dedicated and would do something like that. But I think the majority of their sales are coming from more casual fans who are stumbling across it in Hallmark stores or on Instagram or on um, the Hallmark website, things like that. I feel like if it were just online and a subscription-only type thing, it wouldn't reach enough people to be viable. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that it wrong. would... I not. I wouldn't say that it would only be online. I would say if you put in a pre-order and they got so many pre-orders, whether it's in the store or online, and then when they get released, rather than having them shipped to your house, they get shipped to the store. And you'll basically do a pre-order. You know, if you wanted to purchase this doll, how many pre-orders could you get? And if they get the goal, they would make the line. I don't know. Hmm... Because I personally I like that would think, be considering how many people are on Facebook already complaining about this stuff, um, and, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, do a Kickstarter or something and bring the series back, you know? If we can't bring the dolls back, how do you think they're going to make a series? <laughs> yeah. But I do think they're planning to bring more dolls back. I don't think they would ask that question with... If, if they had no plans to make any more, you know, then they, they might not make three more. They might not make two more. They may only do one. And they're trying to narrow it down. I don't know. I would love for them to make all of the color kids again in whichever size. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like they're gearing up for something here. And I, I hope I'm right. <laughs> I may be completely off and they don't do any more big dolls, but that would make me really sad. So I hope that's not the case. I, I I mostly like the original dolls being the size that they are because they were easier to carry around than the bigger ones. Because I had the bigger one. And I remember how difficult it was trying to take her places because she was so big. Uh, but if they were the 10-inch dolls, if they did recreate the 10-inch Mattel dolls, oh my god, I'm already wanting them. <laughs> <laughs> I want them. Huh. For sure. Yeah. And real quick, I think the last thing we were going to mention, talking of things we want. Um, I visited a comic book shop recently. I was just out to lunch with a friend and there was a comic shop next door. So we said, hey, let's go look around. I haven't been in one of those in years. Why not? Um, and at first we were looking around the main section of the store and I was cringing at all of the gore and... <laughs> over-sexualized women on these covers and it was just like nope nope not for me let's leave um but then in the smaller section near the register there was a kids section so i went over there and saw the uh my little pony comics i think there were even some phineas and ferb comics and then the gem comics and i had known that they existed but i had kind of forgotten and i had not seen them in person so i just started picking a few of the issues up and flipping through and they were so cute that it really made me want to see a Rainbow Bright comic series. And what's really cool about these two, um, at least with the Gem and the My Little Pony, they're made by IDW, which is just a comic company, kind of like DC or Marvel or whatever. Um, 
but they use a lot of different artists. So it's not like every single issue looks the same as far as the art style goes. One can look completely different than the previous because it'll be a different art, a different artist or a different team of artists working on it. So like there was one episode or not, not episode, one issue of the gem comic where they were all chippy style. So all of the gem characters looked like little babies with the big eyes and just oversized heads and they were so cute. And then with the My Little Pony, there were, you know, some issues that were computer drawn animation type stuff. It was, you could just tell it was computer drawn art, but then there were others that were obviously hand drawn art that looked completely different. Um, and they even used different color palettes in some of these. So some were like purposefully almost kind of like that. Um, oh, what's the word? Where it's not black and white, but it's that yellowish looking, vintage looking uh -huh. color, whatever. Uh, I can't think of the, the word for that. But So it wasn't all yellow or black and white, but it was just this muted kind of color over the whole thing. But it was really interesting looking. So I like that idea. And I think I actually like it more right now than the children's books we're getting from Hallmark stores, because those are all being drawn by the same person in the same style. And I'm not a fan of it. Um, and they're just geared toward kids. And these comics would also be geared toward kids. I don't want adults in the sense of the other adult comic books that are out there. I do not want to see an over-sexualized Rainbow Bright ever. Just no. Um, so these will be for kids. But these comic books, I feel they're like longer than a kid's book. There's more dialogue, there's more going on. So they can tell a longer story and they can be kind of episodic. So like the story expands more than one issue. Mm -hmm. So you could have like 10 issues that tell one story kind of thing. Um, even if the art styles were different across those 10 issues. So I think something like that would be amazing. I don't know if IDW would be interested or if Hallmark would allow them to or whatever, but I'm just putting it out there that that's something I would love to see. Yes. You would like to see a Rainbow Break comic. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that would be, that would be awesome. Cause I want something longer to read myself. I like the little books, but I love a more in-depth story and to see more art styles. Yep. Want it, want it, want it. I want to see Rainbow know, Bright characters as babies. They're, so that would be cute. Like, Rainbow Babies, make your dreams come <laughs> true. Make your dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> that would be adorable. <laughs> yeah. So here's hoping that 2016 will be just as awesome as 2015 in the Rainbow Bright world. Yes, and we will be here. Hopefully every month, if not every month, we will try to make it as regular as possible to bring you up-to-date news. Uh, if we are never not around, make sure you can always check out uh, Katie's YouTube channel. That's uh, Rainbow Bright Net over on YouTube where she's been doing some wonderful product reviews of the new merchandise, even some old merchandise uh, that you may uh, not have or want. Uh, I think you even mentioned possibly selling some of your items on your Instagram, uh, which is uh, Rainbow Bright Net also on Instagram. Um, yes. I'm trying to get back into the loop too, so keep track of uh, my site as well as Rainbow Bright Co. Uh, on uh, Instagram and RainbowBright.co, uh, the website. Uh, my Twitter is still Rainbow Bright UK because Co got taken. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
but uh, just keep an eye on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and YouTube for all the Rainbow Bright information as it is released because we try to stay on top of it. <laughs> yes, we want to keep you guys informed so you know all the things as soon as we know all the things. <laughs> and also keep track of uh, brightcast.com or thebrightcast.com and uh, our Facebook over there. Uh, it's uh, Brightcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, any hints of episodes that you would like us to cover, anything in the episode you'd like us to cover, make sure to leave us comments. Also remember our voicemail box. Uh, we haven't had a voicemail in a while, so, you know, come on, fans. That number is 702-900-STAR or 702-900-7827. Did I remember yes. that right? <laughs> you did. Good job. Woo-hoo! Or you can email us at brightcast at gmail.com or go to thebrightcast.com and click on contact us and there's a whole spiel about it there as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it for this episode? Yes, we oh. did it! Woo! Alright, so everybody have a rainbow day and start that brand new day because it is spring, it is a new year, and it's looking bright. Are you ready? <gasps> so, have a rainbow day! Rainbow day! <laughs> it's spring! It's spring! It's in the air. I wasn't quite prepared. Oh, well. I'm actually going to probably leave these scrambly have-rated. Yeah, they're kind of hilarious. <laughs> Alright, is that all? We'll be back. Don't go away.